Welcome to Shi'ar Jashub, featuring the ministry of Pastor Greg Scalzo. The Church of Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, is blessed to bring you this program in the Heavenly Authority series. Pastor has preached from 2 Samuel on the last words of King David. But the day the sermon was delivered was Mother's Day, so Pastor Greg also discussed how our generation has so belittled the holiness of motherhood. Let's return for the conclusion of the Sunday message. This is not a small thing. This is one of the macro things in our society, that we've lost an image of the sacredness of being parents, of bringing forth children, of the union of a husband and a wife to bring forth these little ones made in the image of God, of respect for ourselves, respect for our bodies and what God has planned for us. It sounds old and it sounds archaic, but with each time we tear it down, with each generation it gets torn a little more, there are people that were trapped in the nation's history into prostitution that would blush at some of the things that they're seeing on TV now. A free will. Our young women are throwing themselves into positions that have to affect later on their mothering ability. And the men don't care. All they care about is their pleasure right now. And society teaches them party, party in high school, party in college. Go to graduate school, you can extend the party. You're not ready to get married to your 30 or 40. But you know, it's hard to teach an old dog new tricks. How do you change 30 years of history? Many of our grandparents, when they were 19 years old, they had worked for how many years? They're raising families. They knew they had to be responsible to those children. We're taking responsibility. We're telling them your children, you could be a child to your, in your 30s. And then we expect them to turn around and raise children and tell them what's right after they've done wrong for how many, how many decades. The, uh, the close provision and care of a mommy is seen as that imagery of the mother with the new baby, feeding the baby, nursing the baby. But there's an important thing for God's people also to know beyond what I just mentioned. There's another Psalm of David, Psalm 27. And maybe it's an important psalm for the generation to come. And I believe the next generation is the Lord's. That God has his hand upon all these children. And maybe many of them have not experienced that motherhood that we've spoken about. Maybe they never had that close relationship with their mommy because their mommy was busy doing other things. And they can't even appreciate what we're speaking about here. This is a scripture that tells us in Psalm 27, verse 7. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me and answer me. When you said, seek my face, my heart said to you, your face, Lord, I will seek. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant away in anger. You have been my help. Do not leave me nor forsake me. And we know where that is amplified in the New Testament, right? O God of my salvation, when my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take care of me. 
When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take care of me. Even a mother's love and even a father's love can fail. Even the natural love you see of the mother cherishing the child can fail. And you have selfish mothers and selfish fathers. And as we go to the last days, I think you're going to see a large number of selfish mothers and selfish fathers. And we know of a Christian man who left his wife, right? And has not called his daughter one time. Not even sent her a birthday card. People are becoming selfish. Our generations are becoming selfish. But the Bible promises that even when my father and mother forsake me, the Lord will take care of me. Don't make an image of God from how your parents treat you. Now, as parents, we're cautioned, we're warned that we are, in practicality, an image of God to our children, right? And we have to be holy. We had the commandment to us is to be holy, to be just, to be righteous, to be pure, to teach the children, right? doesn't relieve us of our obligation. But when men and women do what's wrong in the world, to the children, know that you have a mother, you have a father that never leaves you nor forsakes you. A mother's love can fail. A father's love can fail. But God never fails. If you have an image of being abandoned, of being left, of not being raised the right way, don't superimpose that upon God. Yes, they should have done the right thing so that you would have a proper image of him. But don't superimpose them on God. For David cries out here, When my father and my mother forsake me, then the Lord will take care of me. He will never leave me nor forsake me. That's the promise. Sometimes people can't receive from God. And they have a hard time opening the doors to God because they keep thinking about their own parents. And so it's a barrier. They feel they're not worthy. Maybe their parents made them feel they're not worthy. God doesn't feel that way. He will never leave us nor forsake us. And really, any human parent, all of us can fall and, and slip, and our love is never really, even as much as you can see that mommy with that baby, it's still not as much as how much God loves us. And love, meaning the reality of love right here and now, he doesn't just love us like, well, someday I'll show you. Right now, David, throughout his whole life, he knows God is intimately available to him. He's personally available to help him right here, right now. You will not leave me nor forsake me, O God of my salvation. When my father and mother forsake me, then the Lord, Yahweh, will take care of me. That's the difference of the God of Israel from the God of religion. Right? The God of religion tells you, they make a tomb to the saints of the past and tells you of a God what he did, and they tell you, well, in the future there's a heaven and what God will do. And that's true. He did do it. He will do it. But religion is always afraid to talk about what he does now. Because then it's on the line. Because people are expecting right now for God to be involved. And that's scary to some in leadership. They may get some questions out of it. So it's great for God to do miracles back then, and it's great for God to do miracles in the future, but don't talk to me about God doing miracles right now. That's all passed away. That's gone with. Makes it easy for me, because people are not expecting miracles. I don't have to explain anything away. 
Rather than raising the expectations that people open the door to God, repent of what's wrong, open the door to what's right, and receive the miracle. That's a little harder. It's harder to deal with what's wrong. It's hard to have faith. Oh, perverse generation, Jesus said, how long will I be with you? You couldn't even believe for that man to be healed there. We tried, Lord. We tried to cast out the demon. Well, this one comes out with much prayer and fasting. That was too hard. Easier to say, well, he did it, will do it, doesn't do it now. The act of that, like a, a nursing mother, the act of involvement of God, God, David knows is right there, right now, he's available. David goes through trial, David goes through tribulation. Doesn't mean we don't have these things afflicting us. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord delivers him from them all. Then it says in Isaiah chapter 49 and verse 15, can a woman forget her nursing child? Isaiah 49, verse 15. Can a woman forget her nursing child and not have compassion on the son of her womb? Surely they may forget, yet I will not forget you. See, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are continually before me. And you say, no, it's hard for a woman cannot forget a nursing child. That natural instinct that God places there is so strong. When that mother looks at that little baby, that cute little baby, someone said, but that's a funny-looking baby. To that mother, that's a beautiful baby. That came from her body. She smells it. She holds it. She kisses it. Can a woman forget a nursing child and not have compassion? Women naturally are going to have compassion on the son of her womb. It's very, when you lose a mother's love, you've gone a long way um, if, the, if the mother is a, is a decent mother. But God says, surely they may forget. Yeah, they, they, yeah, because they're human. They can forget. As you grow up, they can forget. A lot of times people love the babies selfishly because of, you know, it, it makes them feel good to hold a little baby. When they start to get a little older, they're not so cute. They're not so nice. They start to answer back. They want no part of them. So, yeah, even a, a mother can forget yet, but it's hard, right? When you say a mother's love, everyone knows what I'm talking about. The last one to give up usually is the mother. But even a mother can give up. Yet, I will not forget. God doesn't give up if you really desire him. If you really desire what's right, what's just, it may not be so with your house. It may not be so with my house, but we desire it, and we are his. When we're faithless, he's faithful, because he cannot disown himself. If we really desire him, if we're like Dave and we desire him, the promise is, yet I will not forget you. Even if your mother forgets you, I will not forget you. See, I have inscribed you on the palms of my hand. And you think about Jesus there on the cross with the nails through his hands, and where those nail marks are, your name is written. Your name is written. And your walls are continually before me. Your protection is before me. God, David knew it. God is my refuge. He is my strength. He is my fortress. We are written on the palms of God. The care, the provision, that much more, even greater than the love of a mother. Think about it. And of course, the last scripture I'll give you from the New Testament, you probably guessed it already, the imagery that Jesus gave us very vividly 
in Matthew chapter 23, when he laments and he cries over Jerusalem. In Matthew 23 and verse 37, he said, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, the one who kills the prophets and stones those who are sent to her, how often I, Jesus of Nazareth, wanted to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings, but you were not willing. The heart of God, when you see Jesus, you see the Father. Just like the imagery on the nature program with the mother hen as she puts the chicks under her wings, that's the love Jesus has for his people. Unfortunately, there are some that are not willing. But we need to be willing. And we need to believe him to want to protect us in that way and to shield us in that way and to shelter us in that way, even as a mother hen with her chicks, even as a mother with a nursing baby. Even more so, how much more does our Heavenly Father love us? So this Mother's Day, let us honor our mothers. And mothers, let us remember the great responsibility for the care of those little ones. Young ladies, let us appreciate the blessed position God gives you in procreation. And all God's people, let us understand that there is one who loves us with a love even greater than that of a mother's. In Jesus' name. If you enjoy these Bible teachings by Pastor Greg, we would like to invite you to worship the Lord with us at our Sunday service. Shi'ar Jeshub Christian Tabernacle meets in the upper room of the Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane in Madison, Connecticut at 10 a.m. every Sunday morning. And may our Lord Jesus bless you as you serve Him.